So, how's your hair doing? <laughs> I've got I've got like really real quarantine hair happening uh-huh. to me. Uh-huh. In a bad in a bad it's bad. I can't I can't it's see it under your headphones. Bad. And you probably can't um, quite tell what mine's doing either, but I, I I identified what mine was doing the other day. Uh-huh. Do you remember that haircut that everyone had in the early nineties? Like everyone, men, women, the short thing that happened Ooh. back then? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's what my hair's doing. Oh, your hair's throwing it back. And soon, as this continues, it's just going to go back in time till we hit the 80s and I have a mullet. (laughs) uh, I'm getting, I'm way closer to a mullet than you are right now, but that's because I have the side of my head shaved, but it's not really shaved anymore. It's It's got like, kind of like a weird, like inch, inch and a half of hair that I've like been smoothing down with hair product. no. It looks fucking weird, man. (laughs) So we're very lucky that we live in this audio format and we haven't been presenting our listeners with a chance to look at us and tell us that we look like a hot mess. You know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding, so feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. It's a Harry Potter fanfiction podcast podcast it's an audio format and you don't have to look at our hair right now if i make your window small enough i don't have to look at your hair either (laughs) you know what that's something that i huh i was gonna talk about this i just remembered this recording remotely thing is so hard because i have no way to know i'm gonna read you some nasty stuff today and i have no way to know that you haven't turned my camera off and muted me (laughs) <laughs> Other than trusting that you haven't. Like, when I start reading you this nasty shit later, there's no, I have no guarantee that you're actually looking at me. Oh, that's true. I probably, I mean, I'm probably not. <laughs> <laughs> and then you haven't just, like, but clicked like, away and are, I don't know, looking at Twitter. Here's the thing, you know, it's just, like, the eye contact is so much less intense uh-huh. You know, like yeah. you can't say some nasty shit and then make intense eye contact with me yeah. because we're here over video chat. This is, it just, it's, it's really hard. I don't understand how some people do this every episode. Every episode. That's yeah. Nuts. I don't know. Oh, I well. don't know. Oh, well, you better not turn me off. I guess this I... episode comes with a sexually explicit content warning. There it is. One of these. <laughs> I'm reading. Okay. I'm going to say it right now. You okay, go for it. Finally completed your journey and read us a story that was long enough to fit two episodes. I did. You did a great job. You found us some amazing stuff. I have found three nothing stories today. <laughs> and by found, I mean the listeners sent me three nothing stories and I'm going to read them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking incredible. So 
Um, the last one's I don't think gonna I've have ever read three stories before. I think no. I threatened to do it you one did. time. One time, a really long time ago, when we didn't have a great grasp on how much content we could fit into an episode. I think I've got it well enough that we're gonna be able to do this. <laughs> We'll see. I hope so. Honestly, but, this is a this is a couple of milestones that yeah, we're hitting here. Exactly. Right in a row. <laughs> so Ooh, uh, the last one that I have planned is sexually explicit. So All right. There well, we go. Well, there you go. There you have it. And now I know, and now I know what I'm getting myself into. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's do some podcast business. Yeah. We are continuing to do live streams. Correct. Some um, of them are on Twitch and some of them are on YouTube are because on YouTube. life is complicated. <laughs> Listen, Colin didn't want to do it on Twitch because uh, he said he wasn't a gamer girl. <laughs> Fine. So some of them are on YouTube, some of them are on Twitch. And um, we're reading these absolutely amazing stories written by our listeners this last one as of recording this episode was actually written by kim so that was really fun that was not Um, incredibly embarrassing sure (laughs) i didn't write i didn't write some neville hair friendship harem shit what was that (laughs) that was amazing anyway Um, yeah, uh, I'm doing them, Kim's doing them, Colin's done a couple of them, so it's been really fun. We announced those on our Twitter and our Facebook, so follow us in either of those places to know when our next live stream is. Live stream. Live stream. We're also announcing that we are extending the discounted Patreon tiers through the end of June. Our Patreons... When you when you enter those discounted tiers, you enter the Discord, and that place is going at it. <laughs> I am not overwhelmed by it, and scared, and <laughs> they're fine. doing all sorts of fun things over there. They'll like all the time. They just tag me, and they're like, "Hey, we need a new channel for this thing that we're doing." <laughs> yeah, they're running a D and D campaign in there, which is amazing, and you should join because I bet it's really fun and. I'm not so busy and overwhelmed that I'm barely keeping my head above water as is. So, yeah. Don't expect me in there much, but it's really fun. (laughs) It is really fun. They're doing fun stuff and reading fan fiction and doing D&D and sharing pictures of their pets. It's a a good time. Watching movies. Um, You're still leading a movie watch every Friday, right? Probably. Yeah, we do a movie watch every Friday. We have two times, so we hit your time zones, and yeah, it's fun. We're watching some like really uh, some like romance garbage because mm-hmm. so... we're fan fiction people. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah, so go check out those discounted tiers; they're continuing to exist. Um. Also, another thing you should do is submit to yes, glitter. Submissions are open through the end of May. Uh, send those to our email. Put yes glitter in the subject line so we can find them easily. Um, fix should be 2,000 words or less. Um, but we're not only taking fix. We're taking whatever you want to make. We've gotten several crossword puzzles. <laughs> oh, the crossword puzzle page. Lots of crossword puzzles. Got- I'm so stoked. We got a couple word searches too, right? Yeah, we got some word searches, some crossword puzzles. There's a coloring book page in there. 
Uh huh. Look, it's gonna be send a good us time. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. You have a weird idea, send it to us. We're excited to see it. Anyway. Um, and with that, we'll go ahead and get into reviews. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Shout out to Gab SCDB, who says, we take them back to their fanfic-filled childhood, and I'm happy to hear that. We're uh, getting that nostalgic reaction from our listeners, because sometimes when I'm on a fanfic reading like role, and especially in the time period that we're in, I feel like I'm actively transported back in time. <laughs> yes. Shout out to The Hub Mama, who says, this is some grown-up fanfic love and if this is what the grown-up version of this podcast is i am very concerned about what the adolescent version would be like (laughs) more poop jokes more poop (laughs) shout out to zero 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 zero. Rude. Who titled their review "All Wizards Are Gay"? And then the review just says, "Well, I guess I'm a wizard then." And I don't think we ever said like, "Therefore, all gays are wizards." But I solidly stand behind that now. Hell yeah. Shout out to Great To Be Cat, who says this podcast is like hanging out with your loud, funny, best friends. And you are correct. We are loud. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Dasher1227, who says, thank you for making me laugh daily. And I'm not sure you should subject yourself to our nonsense daily, but you're welcome nonetheless. Shout out to FF Fangirl, who says we are wonderful, beautiful geniuses, and I'm very pleased to have fangirls like you. (laughs) Cute. Thank you so much for leaving us reviews, everybody. Um, You can leave those reviews on iTunes or on Facebook, and we will shout you out sometime in the distant future. Correct. Hey, Sequoia, I've actually, now I'm thinking about it and I can't stop thinking about it. Would adolescent Sequoia cut my poop jokes more or less? That's a good question. I think I would cut them more. Yeah. that's. I, I think I, I'd I, become stupider over time. Uh-huh. I actually was thinking about it because I think adolescent Kim would probably make less poop jokes. Oh. We've, we've grown stupider. <laughs> Good, I okay. guess. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Let's do um, a You're going to read me 85 fan fictions today or something? <laughs> Hell yeah, let's do this. <laughs> These are all listener submissions. Here we go, man. This first story is called Oh, I guess it's time for some predictions now. Oh, shit. Three guesses. I I get to make nine Nine predictions in this episode? I guess. I don't know. I don't think that's okay. The second one's very short. We'll talk about it when we get there, I guess. Okay. But I should make three predictions on the first one? Yeah, go ahead. Um, This first one is called Nightmares. 
It is a humor slash parody fic. It came out in 2001. Oh, which is fuck pre yeah. Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> oh, 2001. <laughs> Shit, man. Listeners, don't forget to send those predictions to us through whatever channel you deem appropriate. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Nightmares. Mm-hmm. This fan fiction, um, the person, there's a person in this fan fiction having nightmares and that person is Ron. Okay. Can I say that the nightmares are about a uh, a task in the Triwizard Tournament or is that too vague? No, you can say that. Okay. Um, I'll say that. I'm going to say that they use magic to try and make the nightmares stop. Okay, cool. Those are all good guesses. I'm going to, so this, okay. this, I want you to guess one more thing. This guess is not for points, but the author says, I ate too much A candy. Oh, okay. What candy did the author eat too much of? I mean, it's got to be pixie sticks, right? It's not a pixie stick. No? This author oh. ate too much salt water taffy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then wrote this. It's called nightmares. <laughs> I feel like you can't ingest salt water taffy like as quickly as you can ingest. Right? <laughs> Pixie sticks, like pixie sticks, are they have like a purpose? Like that goes straight into your blood. I know. So I wanted to have it. That would be so much work to eat a lot. <laughs> My jaw hurts just thinking about it. Yes. Okay. Uh. Um, we've got some asterisks here at the top, and in between the asterisks, it says "small French restaurant near Hogwarts." Okay. Good. That's where we are right now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wee oui, wee. Oui. You know, the small French restaurant that's near Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, the famous small French restaurant in Hogsmeade. Or, uh, or are we even nearer to Hogwarts? Do you think this is in Hagrid's cabin? <laughs> I was going to say deeply nestled within the Forbidden Forest. <laughs> run house. entirely by centaurs. <laughs> centaurs are... Uh, very rich. <laughs> nope, I'm giving it. No, that's not going anywhere. Here we go. We're in a small French restaurant somewhere. Okay. Harry rested his chin on his hands, gazing intently at the figure across the table. Soft moonlight. Great. What? He's on a date. Good. Next. Yeah. Yeah. A, he's in a small French restaurant near Hogwarts on, on a, a date. date with someone. Great. Soft moonlight outlined the locks of hair and beautiful yet slightly large ears. The wind rustled in the background as a violin player played a love song on his instrument. (laughs) The author is really setting the scene here. There's a romantic ambiance. Yep. I'm surprised that they didn't do an Italian restaurant and they're not eating spaghetti. You know, that's like kind of the level that we're at. This is the night. (laughs) What have you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Did they say moonlight? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. So it's the middle of the night. (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, they appear to be outside as well. They're they're oh, lit good. by moonlight. There's wind rustling. It's a it's it's such a small French restaurant that it's just a table in the middle of the Forbidden Forest. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Oh, no. Excellent. Excellent. A centaur's playing This is the Night on a uh-huh. violin. Great. Uh-huh. I'm here. I'm uh-huh. feeling it. Uh-huh. Harry sighed, causing the candle between them to flicker. My love, I have waited for this day for so long, he said softly, <laughs> reaching to join hands with the man across the table. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neville reached forward as yes! well. Yes! <laughs> Yeah, this is one of my favorite ships. <laughs> uh, I like that you're reading this to me directly after Colin read your Harry my slash Harry Neville. Neville. Yeah, yeah yes, <laughs> correct. It's very fitting. Uh, Good, I love it. Um, Neville reached forward as well in the process, knocking over the candle. The moment oh, was so clumsy. Oh, Neville, oh, Neville what are Neville. you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the moment was ruined by the bread basket going up in flames. Guys, <laughs> get you, get you nice toast on that bread. Uh, yeah, Harry loves he, toast. He loves he loves burnt toast. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Cried Neville, gla- grabbing his glass of wine and throwing it over the flames. They flared mm-hmm. up and increased in size, <laughs> which I don't think is what happens when you throw wine on a fire. Neville grabbed a napkin and began fanning them, trying to put out the fire. A waitress ran over with a fire extinguisher and pulled its plug, releasing white powder everywhere within a five-foot radius. The flame sputtered and died. Neville, So this is a muggle restaurant? It's a it's a French restaurant. It's very small. It's outside. It's very uh-huh. close to Hogwarts. Uh-huh. And they use fire extinguishers. And they use fire extinguishers, Sequoia. Sure. It's mag- <laughs> maybe it's a magical fire extinguisher. You don't know. <laughs> that's true. No, that's very true. I don't know. I don't know. Neville looked close to tears. What's wrong? asked Harry, worried. <laughs> oh, I wanted to make this night perfect, but I just ruined it, he wailed. They are, like, covered in fire extinguisher sure. fluids or whatever. and They can use magic, though, Sequoia. Well, I, I'm convinced but... now they're in a muggle restaurant. Fine. <laughs> they can't use magic. <laughs> Fine. Harry wrapped his arms around him, soothing him and insisting it wasn't his fault. It could have happened to anyone. Neville, adoration in his eyes, latched onto Harry's arm. Really, Harry? he asked, squeezing the life and existence out of Harry's left arm. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) I don't know why, but fine. Yes. Let's go for a broom ride, okay? Harry suggested a pained look on his face as he bit his lip to ignore the pain in his arm. How can you have pain in your arm if the existence has been... (laughs) That's squeezed out. <laughs> can't, can't feel pain in an arm that doesn't exist, sir. Fine. Maybe like slightly, but no, I don't know, man. We're going to go on a romantic broom ride. Okay. Oh, With Neville. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Neville cheered. 
They walked over to Harry's beloved Firebolt, hovering conveniently in the broom parking lot. They have a broom parking lot, Sequoia. Oh, okay. Definitely not a muggle place. Not a muggle place. Okay, in the, the broom, broom parking lot. The broom parking lot admits Nimbus 2000s and one or two clean sweep sevens. These are the top of the line brooms in this parking lot. I think this is a very spendy little French place. Mm, yeah. But Harry's is like... the nicest and the most expensive. <laughs> nice, he Harry. Knows, Harry knows how to treat a Neville. <laughs> Put cool. him on a broom. So- they're just going out on a they they've abandoned their meal plans entirely they did. because they did not pay. They just burned. walked out. <laughs> Although maybe they didn't get any food yet. They hadn't even made it to ordering. They brought the bread no. out and then they immediately set the bread on fire and left. <laughs> maybe the restaurant asked them to leave. Please leave. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, we only have one mm. table at this restaurant. If you're going to light it on fire, we'd really uh <laughs> Look at this line of people waiting. <laughs> Harry mounted it, moving his fingers in a feeble attempt to regain feeling in his left arm, which apparently exists again, and felt Neville right. get on behind him. Kicking off, they drifted upwards above the clouds and cuddled as best a pair could while sitting on a broomstick, <laughs> which is probably not very well. Neville's going to fall off this broomstick. Probably. <laughs> Broomsticks are made for one person. Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't buy it. You need a a tandem broomstick. Why don't we ever see any broomsticks built for two? Yeah, come on. Would they just be, like, really long? Yes, it would be very long. Well, it doesn't have to be, though. It could be, like, some sort of pronged thing, and you could sit next to each other on your your broomstick built for two and make out. Why is that not a thing we've seen in a fic yet? Wait a second. Uh, come on, write the fanfic you want to see in this world. I don't even know what the fic would be. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> broomstick built for two. Oh, man. Uh, uh, they cuddled on the broomstick, gazing at the moon. Harry, mumbled Neville, reaching for the boy's hand. The moment threw him off balance, and as the clumsy boy began to totter, <sighs> the firebolt threatened to throw them both off. Oh no! Harry, more concerned for his love's safety than his own, recklessly turned to stabilize Neville. He fell off the broom in the process and plummeted toward the ground, screaming. Wait, Harry did? Yeah, Harry fell. Oh, Harry bye, tried Harry. to save Neville and <laughs> fell off the broom. <laughs> This is a really good date. <laughs> yeah. This is one of uh this is actually better than Harry's last date probably. <laughs> Harry's last date was uh probably on the lake with Ginny and then the oh, giant yeah. squid. Oh yeah. That was a bad one. Boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neville panicked, clinging to the broom and steering it downwards after Harry. He pulled out his wand and yelled the first spell that came to mind. He had intended to summon a bunch of pillows to cushion cushion Harry's fall, but mispronounced something along the way, and Harry soon found himself plummeting madly towards a Hungarian horntail. Wait, what? No! (laughs) That's very different! Uh, Accio Dragon! (laughs) I really think it shouldn't be that easy to just, like, summon a dragon. Correct. It should not. (laughs) 
fine. Neville's just so bad at magic that he's actually so really good at magic. Wow, wow, like wow, wow. Did you just, maybe he just brought that dragon into existence? You shouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> um, one week later, Hogwarts Infirmary. And some asterisks. Oh, wow. Passage of time. Okay. A passage of time, yes. Oh, Harry, I'm so sorry, Neville wailed, nearly deafening the almost unconscious boy on the bed. Harry's been <laughs> in a coma for a week or something, week? apparently. It's fine. Nice. It's okay, Neville. I still love you, Harry said, muffled through the bandages, coating every inch of his oh body. Oh, my God. <laughs> Madame Pomfrey can fix anything. Yeah, she can grow back his bones and yeah. hypothetically his uh, entire skin, body. His he got limbs. eaten by the dragon, and they're re and they're making <laughs> they're him again. Assembling him. <laughs> yeah, Neville had like a tuft of hair in his hand that he caught as Harry fell, mm-hmm. and uh, they're, they're just regrowing him. <laughs> yes, why not? Nice. Harry like Wolverine doesn't matter. <laughs> Here, I'll show you all the cards people have been sending. He reached over Harry towards a small stack of get well cards. He stepped on something slippery and wavered for a moment, then oh fell my God. on the oh bandaged God. and bruised Harry. Oh my God. <laughs> Neville, just leave. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying so hard. They love each other. I know, but it's, he's only causing more pain. <laughs> Ah! Screamed Harry as his bruised, burnt, and battered body was hit suddenly by Neville's weight. Neville's pleas of, I'm sorry, oh no, were drowned out by the enormous amount of pain coursing through Harry's body. Oh no. Harry, wake up! Someone yelled. Harry (laughs) opened his eyes groggily. His scar was pulsating madly, and he was in enormous amounts of pain. He rolled over to face Ron. Oh, my God. You were screaming in your sleep. What's wrong? He asked softly. Whatever. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Harry yawned, looking at his friend. Had a nightmare. Wow. (laughs) Not quite the end. Somewhere off in the distance, Voldemort cackled maniacally. Maybe I'll stop killing people for a while. Scaring them senseless via nightmares is much funnier. Oh my god. Uh, the end. Wow, Voldemort came up with a with a what plan hell to bother Harry. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I've got a terribly cunning plan. I'll send the potter brat a nightmare and he'll get really bad sleep. <laughs> But not only that, he was like, what would be, hmm, what do I put in this nightmare? Great. Um, He's on a date with Neville. I Uh, got him. (laughs) It's the worst thing anyone could ever possibly imagine. I really feel like he had to have a lot of insider knowledge, too. You know? Like, like, what is Voldemort walking around being like, you know who's real clumsy? Neville Longbottom. The thing, that the kid. thing that I really like about this fic is how sweet Harry is and like how in love with Neville he is the whole time. <laughs> like the date's really sweet. <laughs> it's only a nightmare because he like almost died. Yeah. Or whatever. Like the the table catching on fire was not even that bad. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all of your predictions were wrong. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was not, I wasn't going to get that. So, <laughs> so 
Gross? No. Uh, nope. you actually, your last prediction was kind of the opposite of what happened. It was magic that caused the nightmare. Right. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's do the second one. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I'm fucking ready, dude. This one's 230 words long. Okay. It doesn't have an author's note, so that's all story, baby. I mean, I feel like I should get to do two predictions on this one. Okay. We should probably figure out a word limit then at some point, but fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 100 words, you're allowed to make one prediction. 200 words, two predictions. More than that, you get three. Why not? I've said it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. This story is called Dip It the Dipshit. Oh, okay. no, it's not called. Di- it's called Dip It the Dipshit. There's no I. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Wonder yeah. if you can't. Do you think you can't swear in the title? Probably. Huh. I don't know. I feel. Uh, yeah. I mean, where where are you? Where was this? Was this FF this is, dot net? This is FF. Then maybe. Um, Dip I It the like Dipshit. I feel AO3. But AO3 has no rules. There's no laws there. (laughs) Um, This story is tagged romance slash mystery. What the fuck, man? This sucker came out uh, less than 10 days before book seven. Jesus fucking Christ. This time, this time, this era's my fucking jam, my dude. The, like, days before book seven came out? Uh, yeah. You, yeah. That's some good shit, man. This person has okay. chosen to write something. Oh, man. Okay, this is a romance between two portraits. Okay. And um, this story involves time travel. There we go. I'm done. Okay, cool. <laughs> nice work. Nice work, friend. There we go. I'm done. This is also a listener submission. Thank you to whomever sent this to me. Dip it the dipshit. Professor Dippet was sitting in his office and contemplating the meaning of life, the universe, and everything. <laughs> Great. <laughs> he decided his life purpose would be to be incredibly sexy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So that checks out. Why not? I mean, you you gotta have goals. Yes, that's a goal. Yes. Is he gonna reach the goal? I'm I'm intrigued. Okay. Suddenly and most unexpectedly, a picture on the wall started to talk to him. Normally, this would have been incredibly normal, except when it said. Hey, sexy beast, want to go for a ride in my love mobile? (laughs) Is this a romance between a person and a portrait? I don't know, man. Where are we going? Because I would be so fucking mad. All right. What what picture is is hey, sexying this, Mr. Dippet? Startled Dippet turned around to see the portrait of... Helga Hufflepuff. Oh, damn. (laughs) In a bikini and smoking a cigar. Why not? (laughs) She stood up from her bed and beckoned him to come through her portrait. 
why not? That's that's okay. that's not a thing what? that can happen. But fine. Great. Can portraits change their clothes? They can now. <laughs> All right. I feel continue. like if the portrait has a wand, why couldn't they do magic in their portrait? That opens up a lot. Well, <laughs> how does anything work, Sequoia? Great. I literally don't know. <laughs> great, great, great. Here we are. He's going into a portrait. Fine. Well, he's actually not because he says... I'm sorry, Helga, but I can't. I am already seeing someone, he said. Who, she asked. Salazar Slytherin. I was going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, gotta be Godric or Salazar. A hundred percent. He's a total babe. He makes you look like my grandmother's behind. Wow, that's fucking rude, man. Mean. That Hufflepuff looks amazing in her bikini and cigar. Why not? (laughs) I'm sorry, but I can't stay to chat. I must go see Salzy. We're going on a hot date. Salzy is grim. That's grim. That's Salzy? fucking grim. Also, how are you going on a date? I assume Slytherin is also a portrait. How is any of this working? What is happening? Well, I assume his Salzy can just beckon, uh, dip it into his portrait. I don't think that's how portraits work. Fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear Godric Gryffindor is looking for love. Why not ask him? Oh, no. I'm a cradle snatcher. I only like my men young. But that's dip. It's not young, but fine. (laughs) Dip. It's very old, but fine. Does not check. Maybe maybe she means like born in the last like thousand years or so. Oh, she's she's operating off the idea that she's like hundreds of years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the founders around like. Ah, fuck, who knows? It doesn't I have no matter. clue. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> she's uh, very old because she's a yes. portrait. Yes. So she's looking for somebody in like their hundreds, mid 50s. <laughs> I only like my men young. Maybe I'll try that sexy new student, Tom Riddle. Whoa. She whoa. replied, Helga. Helga. Helga? Not cool. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn. She's not a good judge of age anymore. <laughs> Fifteen, fifty, same difference. <laughs> Go try that sexy new student, Tom Riddle. She replied just before she disappeared from her portrait. Dippet was slightly taken aback by her statement. <laughs> I slightly. mean, yeah, just slightly. I mean, all of us are, sir. Yep. He remembered poor headmaster Wilfred Pennyfarthing, who let a student date a portrait and was fired. He knew he would have to intervene sometime soon. Uh, the end. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Wait. Yes. What? What? What's up? <laughs> you were so close. I was so my fucking friend. close, man. <laughs> 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 I'm very mad. Well, thank you. Um, and also very confused. Why is that? Um, well, 
This story um, came out like a week before <laughs> Deadly Hallows. Somebody was just having like a lot of thoughts. Did you? <laughs> Someone was just like, oh man, Harry Potter's coming out in a week. It's going to be over. What could happen? What's magic? How does magic work? How do portraits work? Can portraits fuck? I don't know. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So good. <laughs> Just overwhelmed I like, by thoughts. I like how Dippet is ready to get sexy, and then Hufflepuff's ready to get sexy. Just everyone in this fic is really sexy, and I'm about that. <laughs> I feel Anyhow. like Tom Riddle would, like, not be about it, though. Oh, no. Not even a little bit. No. Not Helga Hufflepuff. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Like, there's He's not a not whole lot that. to worry about on that. Yeah, that's true. So he might pretend like he's into it in order to find her cup. You never know. That's true. Depends on if he was on his artifact quest yet or not. That's true. It is all about the timeline. (laughs) Maybe. You know what? What if this is what if this is like a Horcrux speculation fix, Sequoia? Wow. It's not. (laughs) What if? Nope. <laughs> Fine. Oh, Whatever. Man. <laughs> All right. I got one more for you. Holy I got shit, one more dude. for you. Are you ready? <laughs> no. Never been ready. I don't know what's happening. This last one is a poem. Oh, my God. The title of this episode is going to be so fucking long. <laughs> this is a poem. Okay, this is a poem. We've never done a poem before. We've never done a poem before. And I've always wanted to do one. And I'm very excited. It's not only a poem. It's a poem parody of a famous poem. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. And I think I want you to guess what poem it's a parody of. This, This story is called Cedric and the Golden Egg. It came out right after Half-Blood Prince. What? And let's see. I'm going to read a couple of these tags. Humor and poetry. Those are all that you're going to get. <laughs> okay. Out of you this want list. me to guess what poem? Yeah. Yeah, I do. It's, it's definitely a 424 in... words long. Fuck me, man. They didn't they didn't get the whole poem in. I think the actual poem's longer than this. Maybe maybe it isn't though. Actually, how long is that? It's poem? like legit a poem and not a nursery rhyme, right? It is a poem. I feel like this is the point where everyone finds out that I don't know anything about poetry. <laughs> All right. If you don't want to guess Can I just guess the poet? Sure. That works too. This is a Walt Whitman poem. Nice. Nice guess. <laughs> I really, you know what? Okay, so here's the thing, though, is what I really, what I really want now, because I feel uh-huh. like that's not what this is, but what uh-huh. I, what I want inside my heart is um, a poem parody that's one of the poems from the Practical Book of Cats by T.S. Eliot. Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That would be so nothing. <laughs> I want it real. I want a Crookshanks 
Yep. Cat's poem real bad. Yep. Here we are. I'm, I just put that into your brain. There you go. Um, but what I'm really going to guess is Walt Whitman. Okay. I'm going to guess um, that, what's it called? Cedric and the Golden Egg? Yep. Uh, I'm going to guess that there's a verse about Harry. Okay. And I'm, um, and I'm going to guess... This is the one with sexual content in it. I, I remind you. Oh, so can I guess a pairing? Yeah. Or is that too obvious too? No, go ahead. Guess a pairing. Okay. I, I'm going to guess a pairing. I'm going to guess that this is Cedric slash Moaning Myrtle. Okay. Nice. Nice try. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> kill me now. Nice Here we go. Whatever. <laughs> This story's called Cedric and the Golden Egg. It was written for a poetry challenge. And in their author's note, they include their abject apologies to Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so. How did I not guess we... Edgar Allan Poe? Jesus Christ. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of poets that exist. Right. But this is. <sighs> That should have been obvious. All right, continue. Whatever. Uh, Here we go. Once upon a Scottish evening with all the owls of Hogwarts keening, Cedric slowly opened up the prefix bathroom door. In his hands, the boy was toting the dragon's egg with golden coating, thinking of crumbs gloating, gloating at his win the task before. Cedric wouldn't let himself be beaten as he'd been before. This, the brave young badger swore. The thing about this fic is that the author has done such a good job. This is very good. <laughs> They've done such a good job. Is, I'm, and yet, it. they chose some very interesting subject matter. Here we go. <laughs> Cedric shed his clothes and slid into the tub as he'd been bid by his peculiar new professor, name of Moody Alaster. The water was sweetly warming and the magic bubbles forming, misty images that crept and swept across the bathroom floor, relaxed the boy as little had been able in the months before, soothed every muscle that was sore. (laughs) Yeah? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I think I think Cedric probably has been really stressed. I mean, in, in how the Triwizard tournaments, be? real stressful. I bet. Yeah, there's uh, you could sort of die at any moment, which is a fun yeah. time. Um, yeah. And also, like you know, he's uh, he's got a the whole reputation of Hufflepuff House on his shoulders yeah. as well. He's gotta yeah. he's gotta come through for Hogwarts, but I mean Harry's mm-hmm. also there to come through for Hogwarts. But really, but Harry he's gotta sucks. come out on top as uh-huh. a Hufflepuff and prove yeah. Hufflepuff's uh, coolness and and shit. You know, sure, why not? Yeah, he's very then stressed. fine. Then his task recalling, he cracked the egg and set it squalling, horrid in its caterwauling, like the banshees of Irish lore. So good, amazing. <laughs> Cedric listened closely, but concluded it was mostly just the same as every other time he'd opened it before. But for the marble tile echoes just exactly as before. Dreadful screams and nothing more. Wow. Then, 
The young man noticed something strange about the lotus pattern set into the bottom of the egg he'd never seen before. He realized, breath abating, the noisy egg was vibrating. Oh, and now... God! <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> What's up? Oh! What's up? Ah! Ah! What's up? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I am not well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and now was inundating his mind with thoughts he'd never had before. Blushing as he pondered what such a thing could be used for, he drew his wand and locked the door. Jesus Christ almighty. Why was the door not locked before? Ah, it's a communal bathing area. <laughs> It most certainly is not. <laughs> uh, it most certainly is not. In one hand, his hard prick grasping, and in the other, the gold egg clasping. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> into, into the water, he began the precious clue to lower. Mm. He touched it to his cock. And oh, let God. out a yelp of shock. <laughs> As the sudden pleasure rocked him like nothing ever had before. Jesus Christ. <laughs> And as it shot like lightning down his spine and to his very core, Cedric knew he wanted more. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. The boy reached farther down to pass the quivering egg along his arse and wanked himself with gusto oh as he god. worked his bollocks over. And as... Sorry, no way. As he got even hotter, his thoughts turned to Harry Potter. <laughs> While he writhed and water splashed onto the bathroom floor. Jesus. Thinking of that fine young lad, the famous Gryffindor, into climax, he did soar. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I have no, nothing I mean, to like, say. I have no I, commentary here. Just sobbing. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was given very unhelpful advice about what to do with the egg clue. It was He's very doing his vague. best. It was very vague. It was very vague. And this also kind of explains why he's so vague with Harry as well. Does he's it? not going to go up to Harry and be like, you should masturbate with the egg. <laughs> Maybe he is. I don't know. He didn't, but. <laughs> he's like, you and the egg, you know. You know, go to the. Go to the water place. Bye. I got to go. <laughs> I have a boner. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's why I was so vague, because he had to really, he had to spit that info out and get away really quick. Too many nope. memories. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, 
All right, we got one last, one last okay, verse. Here we go. Only once he'd finished coming <laughs> did Cedric hear the tuneful humming emanating from the egg, which had only screamed before. But the sound was rather muffled, so the sated, handsome huffle puff submerged his head, the clue to listen for. And that's how noble Cedric learnt what the next task held in store, that, and a little something more. Wow. So. Wow. So. It was very enlightening. Um, (laughs) So. Um. They did a great job. I'm so proud of this author. (laughs) Honestly, this is not how I thought we would do our first foray into poetry. What do you mean? Um, I feel like this is pretty on brand. <laughs> do you know? I don't know what this means. I do know what this means. Whenever I, almost every time that we've had a sexually explicit episode, it's been masturbation. Uh, e- that's true. And I think it's because masturbation's funny. Sex is only funny sometimes. Masturbation's always funny. I mean... <laughs> it's always it's always been about the object. You it know, is, yeah. It's always been about... It's the broom. It's the snake. It's the egg. <laughs> this one was a listener submission. Um, they actually gave me permission to thank them. Wow, this, this is the one me. they gave you permission. <laughs> this was sent to me by Georgia, so thank you, Georgia. Georgia. You found something incredible wow. and entirely on brand. Wow. This is, you sent me Cedric slash the golden egg, so great I, job. I, here's the fucking thing is I should have known, man. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, is you the should've. pattern. I really should have known. You should have known. Although Cedric slash Moaning Myrtle would have been real funny too. Right. You weren't wrong. You weren't entirely wrong. I know. I went for ghost sex instead of masturbation, and I really should have known. Yeah, yeah. I really I, you know known what better. though? I think you got a point. Harry was there. Harry was there was a verse about Harry. <laughs> yeah, there was. I think I did. You know what? I do you know, get a point. You did it. You did it. <laughs> I did it, folks. I know you were probably blacked out at that part, but uh, yeah, <laughs> Harry was there. I might have been laughing and or crying so hard. No, I think I think you weren't laughing because that was right after the part where he put it on his butthole. So, <laughs> Oh, that's true. That's true. You were, I mean, you were crying. Just crying I, at that point. Would just, yes. I mean, I would just like to point uh-huh. out that uh-huh. it did take me um, eight total tries <laughs> to get one point in this fucking episode. Um, that's all I have to say about that. But I really, I really, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did get at least one point. You got point. close earlier. I was so yeah, close. Very close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, yeah, I love everything about that story. Thank you for sending it to me. I guess poem. I love everything about that poem. <laughs> it's a very good poem. Wow, we've done it. We've so. done it. We've done poetry. We did poetry. We did What's three next? and one. 
Yeah. <laughs> Three in one with a fucking poem. Wow. Well, and this episode's probably going to be shorter than the last one. Then airs part two, which was an hour and a half long somehow. We went fucking ham in that one. Woo! <laughs> Ooh, that was a man. lot. There was a lot to unpack. Relay race. <laughs> <laughs> and here, there may be a lot to unpack, but Sequoia refuses to play with me. <laughs> was there a lot to unpack? I think it was real straightforward. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. I guess it was pretty straightforward. Fine, <laughs> real straightforward. Listen, there's a lot more to unpack about the 100-meter dash to kill Voldemort. (laughs) Boy meets egg. Boy notices egg is vibrating. Boy masturbates. There we go. That's it. Straightforward. (laughs) Um, All right. Let's let's do a segment, shall we? Yeah, why not? This is The The Quick Quick Fix. Noise. All right. So I have a quick fix for you today. It is called Adopted. Cool. I never knew. Oh, no. Um, Who's adopted today? <laughs> I I had to pull this one. This one wasn't because it was like just the very, very, very beginning of a story. It's only like 300 sure. words long. So there really wasn't <laughs> a lot to pull from it. What I did, what I really wanted to highlight today is uh, so Obviously, Hermione is Voldemort's daughter in this one. Oh, um, dear. But her birth name no, is... No. No. Ebony Cassandra Serenity Celine Akina Eureka Riddle. Oh. <laughs> How many names was that? Um, That's going to be seven there, my dude. That's going to be Ooh, seven. The magic number. <laughs> yeah. Voldemort fucking would. You know it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. There you go. That's it. That's all there is to that one. But I needed to, I needed everyone to know. Can you run those names by me one more time? Yes, of course I can. Um, Hermione's birth name was... Ebony, Cassandra, Serenity, Celine, Akina, Eureka, Riddle. That hits like every fucking trope. That's right. really good. Right. Ugh. I was I I read it and I was so angry. I was like, I cannot <laughs> believe that this story isn't more because I want it. I gotta. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. 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 Wow. 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 Nice work. That's my quick fix. <laughs> That's Thank it. you. Why not? <laughs> and now um, let's uh, let's enter let's the. Let's go to the the Rex Zone. Today I'm recommending a story called Things That Go Bump in the Night. This in this story, Harry is staying over at the Weasleys during the summer break. And he's having some trouble sleeping because there's a lot of room coming out of Ron's room. Oh, there's and a lot Hermione's of lines there too. Oh shit. A lot of noise. And so he goes to be like, What the fuck are you guys doing? And it's just really funny and I like it a lot. So nice. that wreck will be in the description of this episode as well as on our website. Fanaticalfix.com. Also on our website is our story submission form. If you want to submit me more small, weird stuff <laughs> so I can do another threefer, <laughs> do that. Oh, 
sure, 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 sure. <laughs> we got some great submissions in recently. Uh, thank you so much for everyone that's sending stuff in. It's rolling in at an incredible pace. I think you're all reading a lot of fan fiction, if I had to guess. <laughs> yeah, right now I think it's everybody's reading a ton because we are getting crazy tons of submissions in every day. Um, yep. <laughs> Also on our website, you can find links to our merch. We've got merch mm-hmm. on our website. We've also got a link to our Tee Public, where there is a wide variety of merch. We should mention that shipping our merch from us is temporarily on hold. Yes, yes. If you order from us from our website, um, that is on hold until we can go back to the Outside. public places. <laughs> yes, correct. So... um. If you order from Tee Public, though, they are still shipping, and there's a lot, a lot of stuff over there. Yes. If you like this podcast, there are a number of ways that you can support this podcast. Way number one, review this podcast. <laughs> Excellent. Way number two, um, tell everyone, trick everyone 2020. Trick your friends. Trick your quarantined uh, relatives, uh-huh. Tr- trick your neighbors, uh, by uh-huh. leaving them a nice note, um, uh-huh. <laughs> a threatening note <laughs> nailed to their front door. <laughs> don't do that, please. Don't do um, that. Drive down the street, idea. just sort of Playing yelling the podcast very loudly. <laughs> loudly in the car. Yeah. Nope. Also, don't do that. Don't do any of those things, but do tell people about the podcast. That's yes. how podcasts grow, and we are very thankful to whenever, yes. <laughs> Way number three. <laughs> you could become one of our patrons on Patreon. Our uh, discounted tiers are going to be discounted through the end of June. You can become part of our Discord and see what kind of crazy shit those guys are up to. Um, or... Uh-huh. We've got bonus episodes, bonus live streams, and uh, other fun stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, May is a live stream, isn't it? It is. So join our patron. Get access to that. (laughs) Very helpful. Very good. Speaking of Patreon. You know what else you get access to? Okay, thank (laughs) you. I don't know why this is devolving so quickly, but let's... uh, Speaking of Patreon... Um, at certain tiers, after six months of contributing, you get a shout out in the form of a story summary or a fun voice from Kim. And so we are going to do a couple of those shout outs here today. Why don't you get us started? Welcome to all of our new Debbie to recruits. Has everyone gotten their buttons? Wormtail, Lima hasn't gotten a button. Now, today we're going to be learning one of the most important skills for any evil wizard. How to levitate while radiating dark power. So let's all start by concentrating on what color your evil is. And then we'll all take a break for some yummy snacks. When Dumbledore called Luna to a special, extra-secret Order of the Phoenix meeting, not even her over-imaginative brain could have guessed what she would be asked to do. The meeting was small, only a handful of other Order members invited, and on the table in front of Dumbledore sat a magical device Luna had never seen before. 
Once she fully understood what she was to do, she took hold of the object and was whisked through time, landing gracefully on the front lawn of Hogwarts in the year 1976. Well, it would have been graceful if she hadn't landed right on top of someone. After helping her new friend Lissy to the hospital wing and explaining her mission, they're off to find James Potter and co. and begin Luna's undercover plan. <laughs> nice work. Thank you so much for supporting us. Your support means a lot to us, all of you, each and every one of you. So, thank you. Thank you also to the Whomping Willows for the use of our theme song. It's their amazing song, Wolf Star. Bye! Bye.